Welcome to the Here to Heaven podcast. Through homilies, meditations, and lessons, we will discover that the Christian life is a journey to the heights of heaven. Please click the like and subscribe button wherever you listen to this podcast and share it with your family and friends. Thank you. Let's address our Lord's question. Can a blind person guide a blind person? No. One who is blind to their physical surroundings could not lead another blind person. A blind person who took another by the arm and tried to jaywalk across the beltway would be foolhardy. And our Lord describes this phenomenon in the spiritual life. Someone who is blind to their own need, their own inability, their own faults. They will lead others to death, and they don't recognize how hypocritical they are. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own eye? It's a dangerous thing. We are exceptionally good, all of us, at seeing the fault in others. And we are exceptionally adept at ignoring the faults in ourselves. This is a lack of introspection. We would rather not face our own spiritual poverty, our lack of virtue, our past sins. We are afraid of what it might mean, what course correction it may require, what humble apologies we may have to make. And yet, Ignorance, willful ignorance, is certainly not bliss. It doesn't give us peace to ignore a particular fault. It doesn't sow peace in our relationships. It doesn't seek to heal or to fix anything. We are still deeply wounded even if we choose to ignore the wound. Walking around with a wooden beam in our eye, pretending it's not there. A few years ago, I was, I was given a coffee mug. I think it was a, uh, a, an ordination gift. And it's a very simple mug. It, it's just a white mug, and it has black lettering on both sides, so both I and the person I'm speaking to can see it. And the lettering says this, Of course I'm right. I'm Bob. That's all. Of course I'm right. I'm Bob. And it's one of my favorite mugs for good reason. Well, one day I was doing what I usually do, trying to do too much. I was on the phone, I was making a coffee, and I was carrying an armful of books, essentially asking for something to go wrong. And it did. I dropped the mug full of coffee as I moved from one place to another, and it shattered into about 30 pieces. So... As I looked on, the phrase, of course I'm right, I'm Bob, shattered before my eyes. Well, I tried to put it back together again. The result was uh, less than beautiful. A mug which couldn't hold water and looked awful. So I kept the mug as a monument to my own stupidity. A monument to my own tendency to think that my way is best. And then to have that flimsy worldview shattered. 
it is a daily reminder that I'm not always right. That wonder of wonders, maybe, just maybe, I'm Bob, and I'm wrong more often than I'm right. And that's okay. I know it's a silly thing, a mug, a silly story, but we all need a moment like this, when the idea of our own self-sufficiency, sufficiency, man, that's a hard word to say, right? And that's okay that I can't pronounce sufficiency. There we go. The idea of our own self-sufficiency is shattered. That we are always right in our own subjective perspective. Having that view, and all of this, we're, we're fundamentally looking away from our own guilt, our faults, our darkness. We're effectively drugging ourselves, dulling the pain of real, healthy self-consciousness. And in the process, we turn ourselves, essentially, into God. Saying, I always know it's right. I'm the ultimate arbiter of all things that are true. When we're not. We pretend to be absolute, flawless, impervious to criticism. We are play-acting at being okay when we aren't. And guess what? It's not fooling anybody. The word hypocrite comes from the Greek word for actor. So we can be like blind people, pretending and acting like we aren't blind. It's a dangerous thing. So, our Lord says, remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter from your brother's eye. Have a little introspection. Take care of your own house, and then you will be able to take care of others. Now, I've witnessed the daily dedication of some members of our parish who are unable to see, who are legally blind. Those who are physically blind, but spiritually aware of so much, individuals who by dint of their disability and willingness to be led by others and by God tend to see others much more clearly than we see ourselves. They listen exceedingly well, for their lives depend on it. They pay attention to every moment and pause and hesitation and inflection of a voice. They bend themselves to the feelings, the considerations, and the instruction of others. That's so humble. And they are not pretending that they aren't blind. They are not hypocrites. They are not actors. They can't afford to play act. They are real about their own limitations. And for that reason, they live safe, and not just safe, but joyful lives, fulfilled lives, seeing things, and especially people, more clearly than many of those who can physically see. Someone who acknowledges their inability to see clearly and entrusts their guidance to someone of goodwill can find safe passage. So this teaching about the beam in the eye, it's for us. Make no mistake, don't fall into the way of thinking that we are so accustomed to when perhaps we hear the gospel. No, our Lord couldn't, be, couldn't possibly be talking to me. Of course I'm right. I'm Bob. He couldn't possibly be talking to me. He must be talking to those people over there. He must be speaking to the inmates at Seven Locks Detention Center. But he couldn't be speaking to me. No. Not just them. 
He is calling all of us to conversion. So let our prayer today be this. Lord, save us from the silliness of self-sufficiency. Save us from the fear of seeing our faults. Because you are not afraid of our faults. You came to heal us, to wipe out our affliction. You want to dwell in us, so you want to heal us, you want to help us. If only we will show you where we're wounded. Lord, give us an interior life, a life of prayer by which we are able to see with a divine perspective. Give us an examined soul that praises you for the gifts you've given us and is not afraid to ask forgiveness for our sins. Lord, fill us with faith in you. Fill us with a faith in your sacraments, especially that of confession, that wonderful sacrament of healing and renewal. Lord, make us like the little children who, leaving the confessional after their first penance yesterday, leapt and shouted for joy. Lord, make us sons and daughters who put their trust in you, knowing that you have gone to such great lengths for love of us. Lord, remind us that you always forgive us. And finally, Lord, send us charitable and humble people who, with the care of one who has already undergone of removing a splinter from his own eye, is able to help us gently remove the beam from our own. Send us and make us people who can clearly see in the ways that matter, the ways that lead to life now and forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Here to Heaven podcast with me, Father Bob Kilner. Make sure you subscribe to not miss when new reflections and homilies are posted. This podcast is presented to you by the Holy Ruckus Podcast Network. For awesome faith-based podcasts, blogs, and video, visit www.theholyruckus.com.